Greetings, folks, and welcome to the Small Business Show, episode number 25 for Wednesday, July 29th, 2015, here in hot Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. And here in hot Northern California, I'm Shannon Jean. Yeah, it seems the United States is, uh, is, is, is uh, having a heat wave. You know, and I know this is not a weather show, but uh, Dave, but I, I right. think that it must be the older I get, I can see it in my future weather, because, you know, how's the weather out there? Uh, but it is like about 180 degrees out here. I, I may be off by a few, but it's, it's darn hot. That's crazy. Uh, we went to the Giants game last night in San Francisco. And typically, you know, there's that phrase that the, uh, the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. And, yeah. uh, we, we always bundle up and sweatshirt and this kind of thing. And I, you know, I was in shorts and a t-shirt the entire game and, uh, uh, it was just really odd. So it's hot, crazy weather, crazy weather, crazy weather. So, uh, we're talking today, Dave, about pricing. We've had some questions over time and people, uh, listeners have asked about how you price your products and your services and, uh, how you're keep value on things. I actually have a lot of questions for you because your business is uh, so different than mine. Where yeah. We're typically selling a physical product and I've run a business with you selling, you know, uh, yep. ad content things. And I, and I can remember having a lot of questions back then and I think I still have the same ones. Yeah. Uh, well, I so. might, I might still have them I mean, despite <laughs> the fact that I probably have an answer or two as well. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So I, uh, you know, let, let's jump in and, and uh, I think, one of the most important things to that I always come back to is what's the value add that you're bringing to whatever channel or space that uh, that your business is, is running in. And, and I think the most important thing is to, from the get-go, or if you're doing it now, try to steer away from it, is you don't want your value add to be low price. <laughs> It's funny as as we started this conversation. I mean, I've I've thought about this. I think about it constantly because it's it's part of what we do here, and we'll get into how why I think about it constantly. But um, the first thing I wrote down as we were like doing the intro to the show is don't compete on price. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it is easier said than done. But <sighs> it's you know, so much easier said than done. Yeah, but but you know, the world is full of businesses that have closed due to racing to the bottom with low prices yeah. that wind up not generating, generating enough profit and revenue and cash flow to keep them in business. And that's, that's part of the problem in our business. Uh, you know, we're, you, you sell a business, like you said, with, with physical products, right. Yep. And, and, yep. and, 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 or a service that it has a, some level of fixed costs associated with it for you. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. For us, I mean, there's fixed costs associated, and I'm and I'm when I when I talk about our pricing, I'm talking about pricing, advertising, but and sponsorships, and you know those types of things, and I'm including the costs that our that our site partners have in terms of keeping the lights on and keeping the servers on and paying writers and all of that. So yeah, we do we have fixed costs, and I mean I run a, a site as well, right? We run Mac Observer, so I, sure. I see the whole widget, uh, which I think actually is part of our competitive advantage, right? It gives me some perspective. Yeah, and that's a good for thing. sure. Yeah. But, um, it, you know, it, it, I say that com- don't compete on price. And but like you said, it's easier said than done. 16 years in, I still find us, you know, at times it's like, well, all right. Yeah. Take the deal. Right. Right. You know? Right. And yeah. and and the problem is, if I look back over the last 16 years. That's probably not been a bad decision. Right. Because sometimes the deal is really 
a good deal. Maybe it's it's, you know, a, a large deal that for lower money than we'd want. Right. Or, you know, lower cost per thousand, which is how we if 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 you if you boil it all down, you can kind of say, well, you're going to get X number of impressions and we're going to call it's going to charge this. You know, sponsorships aren't quite priced that way, but you can always do the math after the fact. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, and a lot of those deals have been good for us. But if if we if we set out every day to compete based on price alone, it would it would kill us. So it's a really hard balancing act. Yeah. And I think that that brings up a good point where you mentioned like maybe you're negotiating a, a large discount for a, whatever, a large advertiser across multiple platforms or something like that. But uh, one of the things that I've always tried to do, and I've read about this as well, so I can't, certainly can't take credit for it, but, you know, published pricing versus, you know, negotiated or kind of off the table pricing is uh, sometimes okay. And sometimes those negotiated deals can really be beneficial to you in, in your business. Um, but you're not going up there, uh, you know, and posting things or that's not your starting entry level price points. And, and right. there's a reason why you're negotiating, <clears throat> excuse me, because you're getting something else, right? Volume or whatever it is, uh, right. you know, in, in, in your business. So, you know, in our case, we may post, uh, a deal for a, a specific channel, maybe our Facebook listener, uh, you know, folks that follow yeah, us on followers, Facebook yeah. can get a, can get a discount on a repair because we have an ongoing coupon and, and we share that kind of thing. But if somebody walks in off the street or somebody orders on the web, they don't see that. And you know, that's where the pricing sits. Yeah. You know, and I guess my, my a question I have for you and your business is, you know, when we were doing, you know, deals on the web and deal brothers, I, I often had questions in my head because I'm, I was a physical product guy sure. selling things. It's like, well, if we could just fill this up with more stuff, uh, more ads, if you will, we would make more money. But I, and, and it, it never seemed to work that way because it was like, well, we only have this much, this many page views, this, and, and it was often the difference between selling like a flat rate, like here, we're going to put you on this site and it's going to cost you X number of dollars per week, or we're going to sell you this many, uh, is it still based on CPM? Is that? Well, that, yeah, that's what I was saying is it's some, yeah. it, at some level. Yes. Some, most people who are buying are going to look at it that way. It, even if we don't present it that way, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And, and it seems like the web has changed so much that, that, and maybe you can explain to our listeners who don't know what CPM is, but that maybe those things aren't as sold as heavily on CPM because it's not always about page views and things, especially with mobile. No, it's not. Well, I mean, even mobile is sold. So yeah, CPM is, is, uh, stands for cost per thousand or cost per mil, right? Which is cost per thousand in, in financial terms. M is a thousand. So two M's is a million. Um, although most people confuse that these days, but anyway, for CPM, right. it's a thousand. So you take, okay. okay however many thousand uh, of whatever I'm going to, I'm going to sell to you impressions, page views, unique users, right? Whatever that number is, then we're going to assign a cost to it. And if I have a hundred, you know, if the cost is a dollar CPM, which hopefully you're not selling web ads at a dollar CPM, <laughs> but just yeah. for the sake of math, if it's a yes. dollar CPM and you have a hundred thousand people that are going or a hundred thousand, you know, say it's a dollar CPM for page views. And now you serve a hundred thousand page views. You're going to get, guess what? 
a hundred bucks, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. And, and, you yeah. know, a dollar CPM is low, but for people running like Google AdSense and that type of stuff, that's about what you get. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, these days it's a dollar, maybe dollar fifty. For, and I'm talking about tech sites, which is which are very diluted and, and the rates are kind of low. But, you know, three years ago, it was like 30 cents that you get from wow. Google. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Okay. So, you know, you were talking about that, that value. Can you talk about how your sales team kind of protects that, the perceived value of, uh, you know, what you're, what you're selling? Cause I'm sure everybody hits you up for discounts or deals all the time, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, and you did too, as you should, right? Of course. <laughs> of course. Right. Well, and that's the thing is, you, you know, you know, that we, we could argue all day long about whether we're selling a product that actually exists or not. Right. I mean, you know, yes. just the, right. But, Correct. but there is a cost to, to providing the content around which, uh, in theory, someone like you wants to advertise, right. As sure. opposed to just advertising on some site that has auto generated content and it doesn't really, you know, have any, um, any real well has less value i don't want to say no value but it has less value right so there's some cost there but it is whether or not we say that we're you know selling thin air or not it is expiring inventory right and Ah, and that's something i learned long before i started this business we were buying tv ads for the computer nerds business Hmm. and we wound up doing a lot of work for the tv station that sort of got us into it and so we got to know a lot of the people there and, and, you know, the whole concept of expiring inventory, you know, our, our eyes lit up. It was like, Oh, so if we wait till the last minute, that yeah. stuff is cheap, you know, <laughs> and we did. Sure, sure. Yeah. And, and that's where buddy deals kind of really worked. And we did have a buddy deal in that, in that scenario. Cause we knew them all really well. And they would call us and say, Hey, you know, we know that, that you've in, in past months spent X amount. Uh, we've got this thing. It's a great deal we can put you in for, for this price, which is, you know, 30% of list. And we're like, yeah, great. You know, and, and TV stations have rate cards, right? I mean, they, they, sure. they still do this. It's crazy. They have a B C D and even E for the same thing. And it's because it's expiring inventory, right? You know, as we sit here, I have inventory that's either making me money or making me nothing. And, and I can do nothing about the past. Right. Yeah. So because of that, those negotiations, like I said, when somebody comes in and says, Hey, we're going to buy, you know, a crap ton of your inventory, but we're only going to pay you, you know, whatever, three bucks CPM. It's like, ah, oh, that's, you know, we should be getting like 10 most days. These right. days we'll take seven or eight, maybe, maybe six on a, you know, on a good deal. But somebody comes in and says three. Well, it's like, well, I just said that Google's paying us, you know, a buck, buck and a half. So, I see. yeah, I <laughs> sure, sure. You know, but I, yeah. but it's, it's got to be the right person. I don't want to have to deal with. Uh, you know, chasing them down for money. Right. It, yeah. It's got to be that relationship has to be there. And then it's like, yeah, OK, we can work together. Great. We'll do this. And then the same thing can happen in reverse. I can go to them and say, hey, I know you've usually got, you know, a pile of money this size. Would you like to send it to me? You know, and sometimes yeah. most of the time it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Great. Yeah. You know, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. that's good. And I, and I I think that it makes a lot of sense is, you know, I my philosophy is you want to have competitive pricing, but you certainly don't want to be the lowest uh if 
I mean, I, I try not to be the lowest ever. If you, I mean, if certain channels that you're selling in, like we sell lots of refurbished products. Sure. Often, if you're in the marketplaces like Amazon or eBay or Buy.com, all those kind of, uh, you know, overstock, you're either the lowest or, you know, you're just not on top and you got to make that decision whether that, uh, that, that works for you. Yep. Um, and, what I, what we try to do is we have these pricing you know meetings each week and we we want to be able to explain our pricing and and justify it and yep. if you can't if you can't explain it to yourself your employees your salespeople or whatever you're going to have a heck of a time trying to explain it to your customer yeah oh uh, yeah so, absolutely you got to you got to hone your elevator pitch before you get in the elevator yeah why is my thing you know 3 bucks and this other everybody else's is 250 uh, and that's where it comes down. Where I always think, you know, what, what added value are we, you know, putting with this widget that we're trying to sell or with this service that, yep. uh, you know, we're trying to, how do we distinguish ourselves? And what I've done over the years, and it was very difficult for me to do this at the beginning because you want to do everything. But over the years, I've just said, well, if we don't have an added value, then maybe we shouldn't be in that business. Uh, you know, maybe that's something that we should reconsider and maybe we shouldn't sell that product. Well, that uh, that's a very interesting way to kind of step back and and look at things. Right. It yeah. Is. And we do it. And, and I can give you an example. So we do, you know, we have a, a consumer and educational division that does tons of repairs, phones and iPads, Macs, all that stuff. Yeah. So the iPad, the iPhone six comes out. And as is always the case, there's a big scramble to get screens and repair parts. And, you know, we always take our time, wait, make sure we have good quality and we can get, you know, these components. And, but what happened this time was very different is that Apple, which typically comes out with a repair, like when the iPhone 5, 5S came out, they were doing screen repairs and it was about 200 bucks when the, when the phone first came out. Well, that's an opportunity for us because there's some Delta there we can work with. Yep. Uh, And then when the iPhone 6 came out, well, they announced they were going to do the, the 6 for 109 and the 6 Plus for 129. And, and I think, you know, they were doing that because people that had a bad experience, they, they just want to get the thing fixed and they don't want to have to feel like, because that, that seems like kind of a reasonable price. Uh, and that was right away. So here we had this very low price point and the components were very expensive. And Yes, the pricing started to come down, but it was such a small delta between there really wasn't any profit for us to be made, especially working on a very expensive piece of equipment. I mean, you're, you could be working on a $1,000 you know, or $950 iPhone 6 Plus. Um, and so we just start, we just refer people back to the Apple store. Yeah. It's like, hey, they've got a great deal. It's 109. You really should take it to them. And you know, we'll be glad to help you with anything else. And it really builds a lot of trust with the customer because you know you're not going to make a profit um, every customer, but you hopefully you make an impact on them and they come back, right? You know, and if the funny thing is, is they often come back and go, "Oh man, it was a total nightmare in that store." I, I, I'll, you know, charge me double. I just want you guys to do it. You know, because it's a different experience walking into you know a small business where you get personal, you know, handled. The, you know. Uh, it's like the difference you walk in maybe into a small local bar versus walking into a TGI Fridays, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. So that had value too. And, uh, you know, and you build that relationship and it worked out well for us. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. And you know what, what, one of the things that we do for our pricing is the first thing we try to think about is what is our real 
true cost to sell that product. And like you were mentioning earlier, even though you're selling kind of this digital stuff, there is, you know, fixed costs involved in, uh, in, in doing it. You're going to hit those costs up. And if you forget about those costs, you think you're making money, but you know, oftentimes you may not be. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's the problem is, is you, you gotta, right. You gotta stop and, and look. Uh, yeah. And, and in my case, it's okay. We've got shipping costs to get product into the warehouse. We've got handling costs to move things around. We've got tech costs. If we're doing refurbishing, packaging costs to get things you know ready to ship and if you're offering free shipping or or you even if you're charging a flat rate you know five bucks eight bucks for shipping what's it really costing you you want to try to do this before you offer your, that product or service and you, you got to kind of work it backwards so yeah go, okay what is the market and it like with that iphone 6 or 6 plus i just knew there's just no way we can make a profit there is no value that we add to this equation maybe other than maybe the the nightmare or the headache of going to a really crowded Apple store. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. But that's not, I mean, a- Apple's pretty good enough. about that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not, not enough. enough. And yeah. we always try to not to segue into just that, but we, you know, we, we have a great relationship with Apple stores and we want to refer back and forth, you know, sure. we get referrals. So, um, but you know, it, it, there's tons of products that we could be selling that we stay out of, you know, like we're not really in, in the Mac business as much anymore. We used to sell, tens of thousands of Macs, uh, laptops and everything else and refurbished things. But as the market has shifted, that Delta isn't there as much for us anymore. And we've kind of just shifted along with it. And and the key is to try to do this before you get a product, before you offer your service. What does it really cost you? Can you make any money? And if you can't make any money, don't put the effort into either launching or continuing uh, a business that you you maybe think is, is making you a profit, but it's not. Yeah. Or find a different way to market it. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, that, that's the thing. And, you know, you were talking about not, or we were talking about not racing to the bottom and it, it's interesting what we've been able to do with podcasts. Um, largely we did this on the web for a long time too. And then uh, really it's the whole kind of uh, um, aggregate market the the, you know, the Google ad census, one of them, that's uh, really kind of ruined web advertising. Google's brilliant yeah, to, to, sure. to be, to be honest. Um, they, if you, if you advertise in uh, with, with AdWords, right. You'll notice, sure. or maybe you haven't noticed, but you're a smart guy. You probably noticed Google builds these reports to show you all kinds of data, but the data they highlight and therefore make you feel like is the data that is most important. The number that is most important to push up is the click. Right. Correct. They want you. They focus. They make you feel like if you're looking at their reports, you're a moron. If you don't think the click is the most important metric based on Google's reports and the way they've engineered these things. And I think that's the smartest thing Google has ever done. They've done a lot of smart things, but the smartest, most devious thing they've ever done is built these reports to make it seem like clicks are important. And what is the one thing Google charges you for? Clicks. Clicks, of course, of course. Yep. Right. So I don't yep. blame them for this. This is great. And and there yeah. is some value in clicks, but not even close to the value in actually delivering, you know, impressions to people when, when it, it's great for the person it, you can't. The person who's spending 20 bucks a day on web advertising cannot um, even afford to 
to do any metrics that would show brand lift or anything based on the number of impressions that they're showing. Right. You, you know, that, right. that there's just a huge cost involved in doing that. And, and that's an opportunity. If somebody could figure out how to measure brand lift in an automated way, yeah. uh, you know, for cheap, sure. that, that would well, be great. You, yeah. How you track it back to the, the yeah. real transactional part of things. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. But it, you know, it's not about, I mean, at the end, of course, it's always about selling product, but I always tell people, you know, they're, they're like, how, how sure, how are we supposed to measure our, our, um, the success of our ads? And I said, well, advertise for three months and then look at your bottom line in three months, year over year. Are you up? Then you did the right thing. You know, that, yeah, are, that's are you part up of a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and all across, especially now, I think it's across your social platforms as well. You know, did you increase engagement or did you get more followers on whatever platform you're really you know, heavily vested in or, or multiple platforms? Because that's very valuable, too, because you're trying to build this relationship with these customers. Yeah. Um, over time, My, you know, Tech Restore's business is very, uh, you know, it's it's incident driven, the repair uh, side of it, because, you know, until you need us. Well, there's no matter what I tell you, it's to fix, you know, product X, you don't need it. Right. Uh, but if you if you, we have good information, if if we're posting information about your product and trying to build a relationship over time, and not always just trying to pitch and sell something to you, when it happens, you know we we want to be there. Yeah, uh, you know, be there for you. And yeah. and that's you know, that's the best kind of advertising or marketing that you can do. I don't just want to limit it to advertising. I mean, it, yeah, that, that's how you want to market your business. Is we're the people you come to when you need us, not. Hey, you're checking out at the supermarket. You want to buy some gum too? Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, right. that's what Google is there for is the, do you, they're the, do you want to buy some gum to company? Right. Yeah. But right. in terms of, of, um, and, and, and like for a business like yours, there, there's nothing wrong with, and in fact, it would, it would be stupid not to advertise certain keywords so that when people are looking, I broke my iPhone screen, you know, oh, yeah, there course, you are. Right. Yes, but, yeah. but if they see your name, and then, you know, company X that does the same thing, but they know your name because of all this other stuff you've done. That's they're right. going to go with you. Yeah, that's what that's what you want. You, you want to build and, you have to build trust. Yeah. And, and and I think that that's a big part about pricing mm-hmm. is you want to go. Often you have to go at it from the backside or, you know, of OK, because. Like I, I have this philosophy, we, we kind of and I, I don't want to use this uh, flippantly, but we often ignore our competition because yes. we feel that they're not offering what we are. And so we, you know, we try to focus on what value we're adding to this thing that we're doing, uh, either a service or the product we're selling that these other guys aren't. And then you say, well, we're not comparing the same things. Right. Because we offer something they don't. And and if you have that, uh, you know, to lean on and, and that foundation, it makes pricing everything, uh, I think, much easier because you're not always looking at the guy who, and I can tell you this from operating in all these marketplaces where, you know, you lower yours a penny, somebody oh, else lowers theirs a penny. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. It is a race. It's a race to the bottom. It's a ra- <laughs> It's funny. I told you I wrote two things down when we started. Yeah. Race to the bottom was actually the first thing I wrote down. Yeah. And, yeah, and you got to be careful of that. You do. And even as a consumer, you want to be careful of it because, you know, I want a good deal like everything else, but you want that company to be around to, uh, you know, either take care of if there's a problem or give you customer service. But if, you know, if they don't have any money, they're not going to be there for you. 
right. you know, in, in the long run. And so we always try to think, okay, well, let's talk about pricing and you know, the sales people bring it up. Oh, so-and-so's doing it for this. And I said, well, what are we doing different? Why, why are we better? Why is it a better experience to buy that product from us? And what makes our product stand out? You know, maybe it's a warranty uh, issue. Maybe it's your customer service that you offer. I mean, you would be surprised. Maybe it wouldn't be uh, how much people value a telephone number when you're selling them something online that they're used to everybody else or not everybody, but so many companies that try to basically hide their phone number because they don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. They don't say, Oh no, no, you don't, you know, we, we want you to just buy it online so we can ship it and keep our costs down. But what we've tried to do is promote the phone number. We put it in every box, whether you're selling on Amazon, eBay, whatever, whether you're buying it from us directly, if you have a problem, you know, we, and we, we really play it up. It's like, Hey, talk to an actual human being, you know, call this phone number and we will help you. Yeah. And that has really played well for us, especially, you know, uh, in the past few years is so much is automated and, and things. So think about that. You know, what are you really comparing to? Cause I, I get salespeople that walk in all the time. I'll say, well, so-and-so has it for this. I say, well, we're not selling that. And, you know, really pushing back. We're selling a, B, C, and, you know, these things together, which is different than what they are that they're offering. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. It, it's, yeah, that's, you have to. And like I said, we've done yeah, that with so. the podcast to a degree um, because we get to control our own pricing. Uh, we're not in a situation where we have to, or even could take, you know, remnant ads or anything. And we, and, and, and at this point we wouldn't want to with, with Mac geek Cab. Yeah. Um, and so we get to control it. And some people say, well, you know, that's more expensive than, you know, more expensive CPM than this other podcast. And it's like, great. Sure. Go, go advertise yeah. on that podcast then. You yeah, know, that's, that's correct. That, that's and correct. that's OK. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's if, right. If you want to be here, stop and ask yourself why. And that's right. You know, and we can help you answer why, by the way, you know, that's part of our job. Yeah. yeah. You know it. You you can justify your pricing. You, you know, got you've it. got that. You've got that pitch down. And I think it all, you know, just like sometimes you need to ignore your competition. Sometimes you have to ignore certain customers. And what I mean, ignores, I mean, you still have to pay attention to, but maybe that customer base or that, that's always trying to grind you for pricing or only focuses on price. That's not your customer. Yeah. And, and that's not the customer that's going to help you grow your business and, nope. and, you know, build your life, your livelihood. That is not, that's a customer that's going to go to you. And the next time you're, you know, buck more, they're going to go somewhere else. That's right. Uh, yeah. You know, they're they're just, not going to, they're not going to be that partner that you can call at the last minute and say, Hey, you know, no, yep. Not at all. Nope. And, and we have that, you know, I hear it in our, our customer service reps all the time where, you can just hear this customer. Oh, you know, but I can get, I can get this done for this and I can get this done for that. And, you know, we've trained our reps to say, well, you know, that's, that's go. great. Yeah. So we would encourage you to, you know, that's a great deal. You should go there. But, and then they stay on the phone and they say, well, what happens? Like, well, then they say, well, no, but we want a company that's going to answer the telephone. We ah. want the warranty. We want your, you guys, your customer service is great. You fixed my X, Y, Z. And now I want you to fix, you know, my ABC and say, well, those are all the values that we offer that may be one of the reasons why we're not, you know, 50 bucks less. Yep. And if you don't value those things, that's okay. But with all, you know, all due respect, you, you should go with company B Yep. and and you'd be surprised how many people kind of say, Oh, you're right. And, and come back and, and purchase the, the product or service from us. And, and I think that is a, 
much healthier way to build your business uh, and not kind of full of what I call false profits in, in thinking that you're making a lot of money, but you're just kind of generating revenue and, you know, covering costs is, is not the great way to grow your company. This doesn't happen. Yeah, no, it's not. You, and you need to, and you need to be smart about it. That's the, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, no. a, it's a tough game. It's a tough game. I don't know that yeah. we came up with any answers here. Uh, no, even just talking about it and maybe giving people, uh, a, a, you know, some, something to lean against that says, Oh, okay, well I don't have to match every single price. And you know, if that's the first question out of someone's mouth, I, I would encourage you not to put a ton of effort into that relationship because it's not going to oftentimes it just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. I told somebody last week, um, both my, my chief sales guys were gone last week. I, they, we, we coordinated their vacation. So they were gone at the same time. And I was dealing with kind of reactionary stuff and, and the people that just sort of show up at the door and say, Hey, how much does this cost? How much does that cost? And, uh, I pitched something to a guy and it was, it was a sponsorship on one of our sites and it's relatively inexpensive. It was about a thousand bucks for a, a week. And, uh, I said, well, if you could, that, that price, I want to do it, but that price is too much. And, uh, he said, I, you know, if you could give me a discount, I would, I would love it. And I, I, so I I just said to him, how, how much of a discount are you looking for? You know, <laughs> right, right. And, I, and I said, look, it's, it's a thousand a month and you got to do three months, you know, a thousand yeah. for the week long sponsorship, but you got to do three months. Cause otherwise you're not going to really see what this does for you. You, you know, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, that's important that you point that out to them. And I, and I think very intuitive as the person selling the, you know, the thing, you got to give us time, especially in, in, in your business space, the to time to produce results for you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and so the guy came back and said, well, I would want to do, I wouldn't want to pay 350 bucks and just do one week. And so I replied and I said, look, you know, here's the thing. I actually said these words, we don't compete on price. Yeah. Um, it, you came here for a reason. If you'd like to talk about, you know, what the site can do for you and maybe how we can make that work for you, that's great. But if, if the only thing you care about is the price, then, then we're, we're done. You know, yeah. and he, he left, he walked away, which is fine. Yeah. I expected. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, that's okay. And I think that's the best way to do it. And I, and I think you get more confident over time doing that and, and not worrying you know, most of the time people don't want to say no to a customer and no. there's that mantra, you know, the customer's always right. Well, that's totally incorrect in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. The customer's often not right. And it's your job to, you know, educate them a bit about what they're, they're incorrect, what their assumption is, is you know, not correct about. Yep. And you need to do it in a, in a very respectful way. So they don't get angry at, you know, angry at your customer service people or at you if you're doing it. Um, but, they're not right. And if you educate them, you can often build a really strong relationship that, you know, they'll come back to you over and over and over. That's all and we I need think, to say. Yeah, I got, it. I think we covered it all. And if you have any questions, folks uh, about pricing or you want to tell us how wrong we are or how right we are, we'd love to hear, uh, you know, feedback at uh, businessshow.co. That's dot co feedback um, at businessshow.co. I like it. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, me too. We have a survey up on the site too, don't we, Dave? We do. Check out our survey. It's uh, it's right there on the site, businessshow.co. It will take you 18 seconds. That is an official number, and you will love all 18 of them, and you might even like the 19th more. That's right. And You, you, might, you won't know, right? You won't know if you like the 19th second until you've <laughs> been through those first 18. 
So. And if you take it, you'll be entered to win absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We're and not. We, and we won't bother you. We don't want your email. Nope. Or anything. So that's just right. Some, just some little feedback. Yeah. Be great. Yeah. We'd love, love for you to check that out. All right, awesome. folks. We will see you next week. Thanks so much. Take, take care.